Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Soap Opera for Dudes Digest, a podcast chronicling the real-life drama, emotion, and heartbreak of a fantasy football league in which we obsess over assigning pretend points to real-life football players. I'm your host, Chris Smith, and each week we'll talk about the big roster moves, upsets, victories, and defeats from the past week in this league, and we'll, of course, cover the side bets and any other tomfoolery the managers are up to, and we'll talk about what we're looking forward to this coming weekend. So, it's week five. Welcome to week five. We, we made it a uh, quarter of the way, third of the way through the season, I guess. Um, and, uh, yeah, things are starting to take shape now more than ever. Uh, heading into this weekend, we've got some great matchups to talk about and some transactions that happened during the week. And, uh, of course, the results of Rivalry Week, which was the matchup in week four. So let's talk about that rivalry week. Starting off, uh, let's see. In my own rivalry, Drew, who is now 4-0, beat me. I'm now 2-2. Two and two. He beat me fair and square. Andrew Luck just blew up for him against the Pats, which I... Or was that the Pats? No, that was this week. Uh, yeah, Andrew Luck blew up and did not let him down the way that James Conner, who I acquired in a trade, let me down. And I really should have played Sony Michelle. Sony... Uh, he he did real good too. So I left some points on the board, and, and Drew had some uh, uh, better performance than we thought he might. So hey, good job, Drew. In other news, uh, Matt, who is now uh, not undefeated, he got his first win against Glenn, um, and Glenn didn't really put up much of a fight at all this week. Uh, Chicago really shut down Glenn's Fitz Magic and Mike Evans stack, not to mention the fact that Jameis Winston came back last week. Uh, and it's really not looking good going forward for Fitz with uh, Jameis starting again. So we'll see what uh, Glenn gets up to this next week. Now, and congrats again, Matt. Uh, way to get out of the basement. Colin uh, also uh, stayed, I guess, undefeated. So he has something to... to thank his stars about because he faced off craig they were both three and oh and colin wound up beating craig uh in the battle for who could avoid that first loss and craig sort of was let down by drew Brees and tyreek hill who both underperformed this past week and colin just was a uh, solid as usual defending champ looking good we had beach who uh beat scott and that was good. They were both uh, one and two, and it was a pretty high-scoring game for both, frankly. But uh, Scott did wind up leaving some points on the bench, it seemed, and that's kind of what gave Beach the edge there. John uh, beat Tom. John finally saw production out of David Johnson for once, and uh, Tom had a great game starting Tariq Cohen of the Chicago Bears, but it wasn't enough to count, count the fact that he also started Russell Wilson, who was pretty miserable against the Arizona Cardinals last week. Derek and Pete, who were both 0-3, uh, totally tied. And they uh, they both had great games out of most of their rosters. Uh, but uh, Pete played Chris Carson against Arizona, and that wasn't a great one. And, and there were some other you know minor disappointments, but it all exactly evened out. So Derek and Pete tied. They are now each 0-3 and, and 1. Nobody is technically totally defeated yet. Uh, each will still be looking for their first win this next week. So now we're moving on to overachievers and underperformers. Our special shout out to uh, folks who did well and not so well in the week. Now I already said it. Uh, I want to give a special shout out to Derek for his first non-loss of the season. His roster is actually uh, making good on some of the promises of, of the draft positions there and the moves he's made. And uh, also Colin and Drew for remaining undefeated so far. Four and out. It's not easy to do. And uh, and also Pete, uh, you I guess you get a shout out too for being also 
technically not undefeated. Uh, did I have that right? Did I? Hmm. We're just going to go live here while I browse the internet. Great podcasting here. But I wanted to make sure that Pete... Yeah, okay. I thought he was 0-3 before this and not 3 now. But uh, yeah, totally. So in addition to that, um, or I guess Drew was the biggest overachiever by numbers. So good job, Drew. Way to actually, instead of underachieving week after week, you finally did it just in time to beat me. So screw you a little bit. Uh, Glenn was the biggest underperformer. We already covered that one. Um, Glenn uh, did not have a great week, but hopefully he can rebound this next one. So that was Rivalry Week, and we'll talk about some of the outcomes of Rivalry Week in a bit. But uh, let's get into the moves that happened midweek. So on the waiver wire, we had actually a few different transactions um, that went on. No trades, but uh, we did have some contested pickups. So Colin picked up Naeem Hines over Pete's $0 bid. Colin paid 15 for that. Uh, Derek spent $8 on the Tennessee defense. They're playing Buffalo this week. And that was over Glenn and Craig. Scott picked up Kiki Cootie over Beege's uh, and Pete's bids. And Pete picked up, that was the big bid of the week, Pete, Pete picked up TJ Yeldon because Leonard Fournette is injured for $18 over Drew's 15 Glenn's 10 and Beege's 4 So Pete, good bidding. Way to go. Just a few dollars more than the previous bid uh let's see we had some people throwing away money as we always do so colin spent 15 dollars on taywan taylor pete spent six dollars on Jameis winston that uber perv uh glenn spent five dollars on Derek carr matt spent three on kenny stills craig spent three on antonio gates scott spent a dollar on hayden hurst matt spent eight dollars on vance mcdonald all just throwing away money you could have bid zero dollars and still gotten them and let's see. And free agents, uh, we did have some people who were bargain shopping. Matt picked up uh, the kicker, Mason Crosby. Derek got Taylor Gabriel. Beach got Mosa New and Nick Chubb, both on the uh, free table there. Uh, Tom got Derek Henry. Craig got the San Francisco D. Tom got Blake the Snake Bortles. I don't know. Uh, Scott got the Cincinnati D. And Tom picked up Isaiah Crowell. So we had some some good shopping. Not quite as many transactions as the last week. Maybe Matt calling us out and calling us defensive. Uh, uh, I guess stopped the surge. I actually made no transactions this week so far. I'm going to see if there's some late pickups, but I'm actually pretty happy with my roster. We'll see. Uh, we'll see if there are any other people I want to pick up on the to sign to Team Tidy Bakery. But for right now, holding steady for once. And we'll see about that. Uh, transactions of the week this week. Uh, well, first, actually, thanks to Matt uh, for the nice note and for pointing out that we should really cover the hindsight transaction of the week. So what happened last week that turned out to be the best play? Going into that, Pete spent $16 for Calvin Ridley over Collins, 8, and Ridley scored 17 points in our league last week. So that was a great score for wide receiver, and he propelled him into the tie. Had it not been for Calvin Ridley, Pete would not have tied Derek and would have lost. So I think that is the hindsight transaction of last week. And there's the bell. Last week, um, I, I thought that it was going to be Beach picking up the Baker, Baker Mayfield. Not just because I love Baker Mayfield because of the name, but uh, Baker was really going to help him win. You know, I thought it was a great, great pickup. But then Baker had two fumbles and two interceptions and did not really help his score. So even though Beege wound up beating Scott last week, the score did not seem like uh, one to call out as far as the uh, the trade. Uh, 
results of my James Conner trade, uh, still frowny face or straight line face, sideways thumb. James Conner did not do well for me last week. This is this is bad because Lev Bell is going to come back pretty soon here. And so I need James Conner to really produce over the next few weeks if I want to see any value out of that trade. Meanwhile, Joe Mixon is just coming back from an injury. So, uh, you know, hopefully we'll see uh, we'll see that happen for Scott. I don't know. I'm not playing Scott, so I'm okay for now. Uh, I, know, I wish him well. Sure. Why not? That was transactions. Uh, we're now, of course, gearing up for our rosters, heading into week six. It's Sunday morning right now. Games are like in 50 minutes or so, so I really got to get this out. Um, looking ahead, Colin and Drew are still totally undefeated, and nobody is at 0-4. and four. So good job, Pete and Derek and Matt, for getting out of the basement. Now, as far as uh, a matchup to watch, I would say between the managers, the one I want to see is Glenn versus Colin. Glenn's been underperforming. He was our underperformer of the week for his last week performance. Uh, but his lineup this week looks strong, and Collins looks beatable. So is he going to be the one to give uh, the champ his first loss? I'm going to be looking out for it. I, I hope so. And as far as games to watch, I would say, you know, the ones with the highest or the, the most obvious headlines, we've got the Jags and the Chiefs facing off, so the best defense versus the best offense. And that could be interesting to see which you know, if it's going to be a high-scoring game or not. Um, but uh, the one that actually I think has the biggest fantasy implications, or at least the biggest, uh, it'll answer the most questions, is going to be the Packers versus the Lions. Because the Packers, you know, they have some injuries to their receiving core. We're still waiting to see a single RB emerge, or if it's going to be a committee against the, the Lions. Now, you can run against the Lions. Everybody's shown that. And with the Lions, they've got three different receivers. they got Kenny Galladay, uh, Marvin Jones and Golden Tate. We're going to see who's going to blow up there. Is Carryon Johnson going to get all the work? Or are they going to give it to, you know, uh, is it Ajahi, I think, who's their other back? Or no, it's the LeGarrette Blunt. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll kind of see. But, you know, it's, it's kind of one of those where we've had some committees and we'll see if there's a, a breakaway standout in, in the receiving and running positions on either team. So, uh, yeah, a lot of good football to watch this week for sure uh some other shout outs rivalry week we're we're still kind of getting the returns in i know matt you're going to be wearing that uh that awful piece of hockey themed underwear as a result of your side bet uh john uh and tom did the tuck shot uh we're told i don't think any of us need to see that uh drew was in new york shout out to drew uh we recorded a video that i'll get together uh hopefully by tomorrow and put up uh, and we've got some other rivalry week side bets to cover. So I'm going to hold off on covering the full thing until we get a video out and be able to talk about that process uh, more once it's up. But uh, a lot of fun stuff going on in the league. So, uh, yeah, I guess other than that, the only thing to cover is the GIF of the week in our chat. Uh, I got to say, the th- GIF on Thursday of Trump, Trump showing up the uh, the bill where he's presenting it like a children's storybook, and it says Tom Brady misspelled equals winner. Um, that was pretty great, and that made us all laugh. So, real good job. I think that was was that Matt? 
Gosh, I'm sorry. I need better notes. It's It's been kind of a crazy week with me traveling for work. But uh, yeah, you know who you are if you posted that gift. I think it was Matt. So good job there. So enjoy the week of football. Uh, I'll be enjoying watching some stuff. And also from here in my home bakery, uh, I'm making a, a pie. I made a cake last week. So the, the tidy bakery is a bumping for sure with some sweet treats. And Baker Mayfield, of course. I know we only listen to this podcast to, to talk about Baker Mayfield. Uh, he's going up against the rookie defeating Ravens and there's a lot of hype from the Ravens D about how they're, they're shut down all rookies and that, uh, you know, now they have Jimmy Smith back from his, uh, suspension that I feel oogie about. Um, but, uh, yeah, we'll see. Maybe Baker's the one to, uh, to kind of snap that trend. So a lot of fun stuff. Enjoy your weeks. Enjoy the fantasy football this weekend. Good luck to everybody. Uh, except my opponent, Scott, um, Oh, I am going up against you, Scott. Dang it. Uh, well, I hope Joe Mixon sucks uh, this week then. Because why, why did I say that? Oh, man. Okay. Uh, take care, everybody. Bye. What? D-R-A-M-A. Drama. Drama. <laughs> right there. Yep. For